The Biden administration is sending a clear message to agencies to cooperate with their inspectors general. The Office of Management and Budget has new guidance on this after getting feedback from the Council of Inspectors General. Now, there's legislation that would bolster IGs making its way in Congress. For an update on all of this, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Jory, what prompted this memo and why now coming from the White House? So this is something that we actually saw requested from Senator John Ossoff pretty early this year. This was during near attendance confirmation hearing in February. And now, of course, near attendant did not get that confirmation. She withdrew her nomination earlier this year. But Ossoff requested that OMB put out a memo to the effect that instructed agency employees to comply with all inspector general investigations and really have this cooperation between agency leadership, agency staff and the IGs that oversee those operations. To look at this another way, I spoke with Liz Hempowitz, who is the Director of Public Policy over at the Project on Government Oversight, and she said that the memo really sets this tone from the top in, in terms of this cooperation. It is so, so, so important for agency leadership, for political leadership at these agencies to hear from the White House, to hear from their boss, that I expect you to and I will hold you accountable if you don't cooperate with these independent watchdogs. Well, we know POGO approves. And uh, what does the memo actually tell agencies to specifically do, Jory? So what this memo directs agencies to do is really based on what SIGI determined early this year. And SIGI determined that agency leadership should set the expectation that agency staff cooperate with their IG office, inform employees of their rights to speak to IGs on whistleblower matters, and really stress the independent nature of IGs. This is something that the memo stresses should not be just a one-time thing. This should be something that agencies communicate with their staff repeatedly and frequently. The memo also directs Jason Miller, the Deputy Director for Management at OMB, who also serves as SICKY's Executive Chairman, to really serve as a liaison between the two communities, the IG community and agency leadership, and to really convene roundtables on occasions where there is conflict and to make sure that that relationship does go as well as it should. Interesting. There's a little bit of a conflict, though, I think, built into that relationship. I mean, OMB represents agency management at some level, which can be at odds with the IGs. I didn't realize that DDM is also the executive chairman of the uh, SIGI group, the inspectors general group. On the other hand, IGs are appointed by the president and serve at the president's pleasure. So strange one there. Anyway, and what about the pandemic? Has that somehow had an impact on that relationship between agencies and IGs? Well, fundamentally, IGs are not in that role to make friends. And, and a lot of times they do investigation work that does put a strain on that relationship between IGs and agencies. And despite all of that, the, the memo highlights the work that the administration has done over the American Rescue Plan and all the funds that went out as a result of that legislation. Uh, the memo highlights the work of the American Rescue Plan Implementation Coordinator and OMB and really working with IGs as well as the Pandemic Response Accountability Committee and agency leadership to really assess the program design and the financial controls and the reporting measures for all of these hundreds of pandemic programs that we've seen come out of agencies and really, you know, as a result of that, making sure that fraud, waste and abuse is kept in check as much as possible. And so, you know, again, hearing from Hempowitz, she said that she sees this memo as a sign that this pandemic oversight is working as intended. I don't see this necessarily 
necessarily as a signal that that things are going wrong so much as I see it as a signal that things are going right. And I think, you know, the inspectors general, their role in overseeing COVID spending in particular, and now, you know, infrastructure spending, it's connected the work of inspectors general to the public in a way that I think we hadn't necessarily seen before. What she's referring to, Jory, then is, as you mentioned, in the American Rescue Plan, and for that matter, the CARES Act, there is the statutory responsibility of, in law, of the IGs to have a role in overseeing all of this, the pandemic spending. There is, and more than just statutory authority, IGs themselves have gotten a significant plus up in terms of financial resources to do this work as well. So between those two things, IGs are empowered to some measure to do this kind of work. All right. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Tell us about the law that is proposed in Congress having to do with IGs. Some pretty substantial legislation that is making its way around on Capitol Hill. The IG Independence and Empowerment Act passed the House in June and the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee passed the bill uh, just last month. It has a pretty good chance of becoming law at this point and something we'll probably see play out next year. There's a lot going on here, but some of the highlights, this would give IGs the authority to subpoena former federal employees. It's something they're not able to do now. And it's something we see play out in a lot of IG reports, federal employees quitting or otherwise leaving government when uh, when faced with the possibility of sitting down with an IG for an interview. Sure. The uh, um, lowest learner yeah. effect, they call that. Yeah. Yeah. Just one of the cases there. And it would also require any administration to provide a substantive rationale for removing an IG from their position. And It would also narrow the eligibility for who can serve as an acting IG. Right now, agency leadership can serve in that role and in an acting basis, and that has created some friction as well. So that's just a a highlight of what to expect from that legislation. And this is something we've seen every couple of years. Legislation make its way through and, and adding to the powers and the authorities of IGs. So this is very much part and parcel with that legislation that we've seen passed before on a bipartisan basis. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Anyone else have trouble sleeping last night? And the night before that? Same. And I've tried everything, but it either doesn't help me sleep so I'm cranky and tired the next day, or I sleep and then I'm drowsy the next day. Luckily, Seize the Night and Day is here. Go to seizethenightanddaycom to learn more about insomnia and how you can seize the night and Carpe the Diem. Make their mission your mission, because they will not rest until we all rest. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.